Welcome to Making Your Impact, a podcast to inspire and equip you to pursue your calling and make your positive impact on the world. I'm your host, Melissa Ike. I have a passion for making an impact, and I also have a passion for helping you make yours. So let's get started. Welcome back to Making Your Impact. I'm so tremendously glad that you are here right now. For those of you who don't know me, I am Melissa Ike. I am a co-founder and the director of communications and development for a nonprofit, The Dragonfly Home, an anti-human trafficking activist, attorney, speaker, and writer. You can learn more about me at melissaike.com. That's Melissa E-I-C-K.com. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about morning pages. Morning pages is the practice of writing three pages first thing in the morning, putting down on paper whatever is on your mind, right when it's fresh, right after we wake up with no filters. So why am I talking about this on the Making Your Impact podcast? Because this activity is meant to stir up our creativity and overcome the negative filters in our head, which as you can imagine, is super helpful in making your impact. I've been doing morning pages consistently since January, like the right at the beginning of January this year. So exactly 10 and a half months. And I'm going to share five ways that this simple practice has absolutely shaped my impact in hopes that I can equip you with a tool that just might help you as well. But before we dive in, it's time for our Instagram shout out. This week's shout out goes to at Ashley underscore Lemmer. Ashley, I, first of all, I hope that I pronounced your last name correctly. And secondly, I just want to say I appreciate your follow. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your acknowledgement. I acknowledge you in return for following the podcast Instagram. If you would like a shout out as well, you can head over to the podcast Instagram at Making Your Impact. Click the follow button and I may just give you a shout out on the show. All right, so let's get into talking about morning pages. First of all, please don't stop listening. If you're hearing this and thinking, I'm not a writer, I'm not into journaling, this does not interest me. Just know that the person who coined this term, morning pages, her name is Julia Cameron, and even she herself says that this practice is not about writing or journaling or mushy stuff or being artsy or writing well at all. And she says that there is no wrong way to do it. It's just a practice that's meant to help you gain focus, whether it's writing something fresh every day or other people who do this just rewrite their goals every day. It's just about engaging our minds before the rest of the world kind of crowds in. So stick with me. Maybe this is something that won't interest you, but it might be something that could help somebody else. Or maybe you think it doesn't interest you now. And by the end, maybe I'll sway you. So the idea of morning pages crossed my path at just the right time in spring of 2018. Um, It was around this time that a big thing was happening that was actually totally unrelated to writing at all. I was preparing to move to a new house. So I wanted to get rid of a bunch of stuff instead of packing it all up and moving it because a lot of that stuff I had already packed up and moved to a couple different new homes before. So very silly. Um, So then as I was uh, going through and weeding things out, I had a lot of time to think and I realized I wanted to approach like organization of my home differently than I had before. So I started checking out some YouTubers who talked about like organization and home cleaning habits and stuff like that. And then YouTube, in all of its algorithmic wisdom, uh, showed me a video by a person named Amy Landino, who I'm sure I'll be talking about more on this podcast. 
Finding her videos as a side note was a big part of what helped me to start thinking about productivity in a different way, which has shaped some of the content for this podcast that we talk about a lot. So in that process, I did end up giving a lot of stuff away, moving and organizing my house the way I wanted to, but I continued to watch Amy's videos and she talks all about going after the life that you want and how things like productivity and organization and and things like that can help people achieve goals. So one of the first videos, it was completely unrelated to organizing, moving, anything like that. But one of those first videos that I happened to see of hers talked about morning pages. And the basic idea behind morning pages is that first thing in the morning, you write whatever crosses your mind and you write three pages worth. The idea and term was coined by a woman I mentioned earlier, Julia Cameron, in her book that she published in 1992 called The Artist's Way. But it has become this like YouTube phenomenon over the past few years. A lot of people talked about it and the different approaches that they took to it. So after I watched this video by Amy Landino about it, I was intrigued. And then I watched a bunch more YouTubers talk about their experience with morning pages. And I I thought that it was legitimately interesting. It really it was something that I kind of couldn't get rid of. I really mulled over this idea for pretty much the entire rest of that year. Uh, it appealed to me because, yeah, I am a writer. But as I did research about it, I learned that the practice has a way broader appeal than just for artists and writers. People from all sorts of backgrounds have discovered that doing morning pages has helped them achieve their goals and find focus. So I decided, yes, this seems like a good idea. And I kind of tried it sporadically over the course of the rest of 2018, but I didn't do it consistently. And then no kidding, it was like on January 1st of this year, someone flipped a switch inside me and all of that changed. And now here it is November and I have been doing morning pages consistently almost every day for this whole year. Something that I learned quickly about morning pages early on is that it's not about the quality or the brilliance of what you write. It's about dumping whatever thoughts are in our head first thing in the morning. And the reasoning behind this is that we haven't had conversations yet or a phone call yet, or hopefully we haven't spent a ton of time on social media yet. And so what comes out of our minds has been like, unsullied by the world, kind of in its purest or most raw form. We can bring forth ideas that we kind of haven't had time to argue with ourselves about quite yet. I definitely experienced this with morning pages. I will say I'm probably not the purest practitioner of the rules, although Julia Cameron herself seems to be not such a stickler about doing it in one specific way. Before I write, I need to wash my face and brush my teeth, put in my contact lenses, brew coffee in my Keurig, make my bed, kind of go through this brief morning routine. And then I sit down and I'm ready to write. I go through this little morning routine. And then I will be honest, in order to like get me out of bed, I have to kind of like distract my mind from the idea of just kind of cozying down. I turn on podcasts like right away in the morning to just kind of motivate me and get my mind engaged and help me get moving. Uh, There are some mornings when I'm listening to a podcast and the rest of me is super on autopilot that I barely realize what I'm doing, but I'm going through the steps of my morning routine. And then when it's time to sit down for morning pages, then I'm ready. So you're probably not supposed to engage with the world quite that much before doing it. I have found that my thoughts are still fresh and they just come tumbling out. Another thing is that morning pages are technically supposed to be three pages of writing. I guess just to establish like a practice and a habit, 
I will say those first few months, <laughs> especially when I was getting used to a new routine that I was doing simultaneously of getting up earlier, going to bed earlier and getting up earlier, a lot of my writing, especially the first paragraphs, were just about the fact that I was up early in the morning. Here's an entry from last February. It's 5.45 a.m. I went to bed at 10 o'clock last night. That's 30 minutes earlier than the night before. I've gotten up before 6 a.m. for three days in a row. I got up at 6.15 on Monday, but that's okay. <laughs> Riveting stuff, right? <laughs> like, but that's what I was processing through, as I'm going to talk about when I go through the five ways that doing morning pages has shaped my impact, writing out how I was tired about getting up early led to me to start thinking about what can I do to help myself go to bed earlier and kind of streamline my nighttime routine? What can I do to streamline my morning routine? What kind of things will help me wake up? What kind of things will help me kind of break that sleep inertia that happens to us? So those initial thoughts actually led to things down the road. And I'll tell you what, now I I don't usually write about that stuff anymore. Like I've processed through that new habit in my life and I'm writing about other things. So all of it, even if it's silly like that, all of it can really uh, propel us forward. So now that I have been doing morning pages so much this year, I can't imagine my life without it. They have shaped my life and my habits that much and shaped the way that I'm making my impact so much. And I, I'm so glad that I incorporated them. So we're going to take a quick break right now. But when we come back, I'm going to share those five specific ways that writing morning pages has shaped how I make my impact, because I think there's a chance that it could really help you in making your impact as well. So we will be right back. If you're interested in joining a community that could inspire and equip you even further as you're making your impact, consider joining Team Impact on my Patreon. If you join now at any of the subscription tiers available, you would be one of the very first members and you'd play a role in helping me build a truly supportive community for others who are seeking to make their impact. And if I do say so myself, every tier comes with fun additional benefits too. You can check it out for yourself at patreon.com slash Melissa Ike, which is spelled E-I-C-K. I hope to see you on Team Impact. The first of the five ways that doing morning pages has shaped my impact is that it helps me process what's going on inside my head. Right off the bat at the beginning of the day, writing morning pages helps me just kind of think through and, and yeah, process what's going on inside of me. So the way that it's played out for me is instead of letting some distressing thoughts have like free reign to just roll around my head all morning, I pour them out on the paper right away. So instead of worrying, I write out what I'm concerned about. And then I also might add some prayers to that. And then also if I'm super excited about the day or overwhelmed by all that I have to accomplish, I can put it all out on paper instead of taking up all the space inside of me. So uh, a solid example of that from my actual morning pages is... um. I guess you could say it's a pretty crazy world that we live in. And if I let myself ruminate on all the things that could happen, you can see how it would be easy to reach the conclusion that it's risky just to even leave the house. But of course, letting fear drive us to a place where we would never want to leave the house is just no way to live. And it's not at all what 
what I want, that's for sure. And so when those kinds of things are filling my head in the morning, I can write it all out in morning pages. I'm a person of faith. And so then I can often write out prayers for my loved ones, uh, for Dragonfly, for all kinds of things, for myself, for my future. So even though I can't control what happens by activating my faith for me first thing in the morning, I just counteract fear. It's like a proactive way to not let that control me. And it sets me up for a way better day. And that could also look like things like insecurities or whatever fears that you might be facing in life. Whether you're a person of faith or not, maybe it's a matter of just thinking about positive things that could happen. Maybe saying some affirmations, something like that, that can be beneficial for just about everybody. So how does this help in making your impact Well, processing through thoughts and feelings that can become distractions can lead to clearer thinking. And clearer thinking helps a lot in making your impact. The second way that writing morning pages has shaped my impact is by shedding light on my priorities. So for me, being excited or overwhelmed about what I have to do on a particular day are kind of two sides of the same coin. Both can lead to inaction and wasting time if I get overloaded and I don't take the time to prioritize. So when I know that this is going on inside of me, I can start out by writing down all the things that I want to do or have to do so that they aren't so jumbled up in my head. And then a natural byproduct of doing that is prioritizing them. And doing morning pages and writing it out helps me to ask myself questions like, which task am I dreading the most? Which is going to take the longest and would be better to do when I have more energy, like first thing in the morning? And the way it's played out for me is, oh gosh, in just so many ways, everything from waking up on a Monday morning and feeling overwhelmed by everything that needs to get done that week, or sometimes waking up on a Saturday and being energized and excited and wanting to make the most of my day off. And I want to clean my whole house and record a podcast episode and cook food for a month and hang out with my friends. And and that can become overwhelming in its own way. So in both cases, doing morning pages helps me identify what my priorities are, and it helps me think through what I can realistically accomplish. And then also, It sometimes helps to remind me that I'm a human being who needs rest and relaxation in the midst of all of these things that I want to achieve um, and not just push myself all the time. So how does this help us in making our impact? Well, it helps us set clear priorities, and that is always going to help us with whatever we're wanting to achieve. The third way that writing morning pages has helped me in making my impact is that it has helped me find solutions. This might be the thing that I'm most excited about. So like I mentioned earlier, sometimes when I sit down to write morning pages, especially when it's super early in the morning, I might spend three pages writing what time I went to bed, what time I woke up, what kept me from going to bed earlier, what motivated me to get out of bed earlier. And even though that sounds super boring and kind of banal, making those observations day after day led to me noticing patterns and problem areas that stood between me and what I wanted to achieve. And so then that led to brainstorming about solutions right there within morning pages. And then I would think about the steps that it would take to accomplish those solutions and then taking action with those steps. So like these game-changing breakthroughs have resulted for me from doing my morning pages. So going with this example of wanting to get up earlier in the morning, through morning pages, I created a plan to help me get through that. So like what could get me out of bed? 
in the morning. That was the first thing that I thought through. Well, this is what happened. I put a, my Keurig in my bedroom. I added an elegant silver tray where I set one week's worth of coffee mugs and my reusable little Keurig K-cups that I fill up with coffee on Sunday night. I moved this pretty office lobby type chair that I've had for years. It's like cream colored with a black leaf pattern on it. I love it. And it's like soft and cushy, but also provides good support. It's everything that you want in an office lobby chair. I put that in a little corner in my bedroom with a lamp and a little table where I could do morning pages and then a devotional every morning. I I sleep with a fan, a big box fan. And so I put the fan on an electrical outlet timer and I, I schedule it to turn off just before the white noise app that I also listen to on my phone starts to fade out. And then my Google alarm turns on and it starts playing a pre-selected podcast. This is a whole system that I have rigged and it is it works really well, but it did not come together all at once. Every single aspect of that whole morning routine came out of writing morning pages and brainstorming about how to make this change in my life to get up earlier. These aren't even all of the solutions that came out of morning pages that have helped me establish a nighttime routine and a morning routine, and I built it over the course of this year. And of course, this is not the only area of my life where I've come up with solutions for things that I'd wanted to change in my life for quite a while. And those solutions came out of expressing my frustrations and goals I wanted to achieve in morning pages. And you start to see like how this all flows together to uh, get me further in life and toward making my impact. The fourth way that writing morning pages has helped me in making my impact is that it helped me clarify my current goals and also discover new ones. I started out in January with 19 resolutions for 2019 and writing morning pages as you're gleaning by this point has helped me figure out how to achieve those goals. One of the resolutions that I started out with was this very podcast that you are listening to. I started working on it off and on throughout the second half of 2018, but in 2019, I know that I really wanted to get it up and running. And writing morning pages at the beginning of the year especially, I was like, okay, I would just naturally start thinking about these goals and resolutions that I had made. So I would think about the podcast and what did I need to do to make that happen? Like what were the sticking points? What were the things that I was frustrated about that I felt were holding me back? One such thing is that I didn't have a good space to do it in. I, I live, This house that I moved into has all hardwood floors and it's so echoey, not a carpet in sight, and rugs are expensive. And I had done some tests throughout the second half of 2018, and I just didn't like the sound quality. But I also didn't have, like, funds to invest in any form of, like, actual soundproofing type stuff at all. And so over the course of 2019, the first experiment that I did <laughs> – which was an idea that came up out of morning pages was I cleared out. I have a little walk-in closet in my bedroom. I emptied that out and I put my clothes and everything somewhere else. And I draped, I have all the, I inherited all these little rugs from my parents who moved into a new house. So I draped uh, sheets in this 
walk-in closet and I laid out the little rugs in there and I put in the chair, the aforementioned office lobby type chair and a little table and I shut the door and I would sit kind of half in the dark, so cramped in the summertime and start recording podcast episodes. Well, then I wanted to have guests on my podcast and I was like, well, that's not going to work so much anymore. There was probably technically room for me and another person to sit in a closet, but that would have been a little bit awkward. And so I had this spare room. So in the summer and into the fall, step by step with ideas that I got from writing morning pages and that that would spark thoughts, you know, like throughout the rest of the day as well. I, uh, I started outfitting this room that I'm in right now. I used like those waffle mattresses that you put on bed sometimes to make them cushier. Well, I had a bunch of spare mattresses I wasn't using anymore. So I cut them up and I nailed them to the wall, but that was ugly. And so I got some cute sheets, like those super cheap sheet sets from Target. And I uh, hung those up and then I used the pillowcases and extra sheets and put them along the ceiling. I draped sheets across my closet. Um, I have this, I got a carpet remnant. I had the idea while I was doing morning pages about what about carpet remnants instead of buying more expensive rugs, which was perfect. And I have a hodgepodge of this bigger carpet remnant and then all these little rugs that I got from my parents. I should post photos of all this uh, on my Instagram. Um, And so like this whole room is just draped in soft fabrics and things. And you know what? It has worked out pretty well for a total DIY thing that I did. I have plenty of room. I have interviewed several people for the podcast in this space. And, And I'm like, it's such a weird, I call it my quote unquote recording studio. And it probably would look weird to someone who did not know what the heck I was doing in here, but it's, it's perfect and it's bright and sunny. And so a lot of those ideas really did come out of writing morning pages. It helped me clarify my current goal that of those 19 for 2019, the podcast was one of the most important to me. Then also just briefly, it helped me discover new goals. One of the new goals that I discovered as I was working on increasing productivity and establishing habits, I wanted ways to keep my house in a state that I enjoyed more, that wouldn't stress me out, that helps it really be a peaceful place. So I had been researching vacuums for probably a year, but my ideal of the vacuum that I wanted was to get a Roomba, and I thought that can't can't possibly happen. A Roomba is a castle in the sky. And if you have listened to any other podcast episodes, there's a good chance that you've heard me mention my Roomba. His name is DJ Roomba, uh, named after the Parks and Rec Roomba. Uh, and so I I realized as I was writing Morning Pages, this is actually very important to me. I'm writing about this a lot, like ridiculously a lot. So I started researching Roombas. And you know what? Last May, Amazon had a sale on maybe like the most introductory model of Roombas. And I got it and I love it. I love my Roomba. And if I hadn't done morning pages, it would not have been so clear to me that, no, that's actually something that's super important to me. And now that I've achieved that goal, I am so glad every single time that I run DJ Roomba, it makes me happy. Okay, so I so as you can tell, I'm excited about this step as well. So how does this help you in making your impact? 
clarifying and achieving your goals step by step, no matter what they are, it's all going to feed into how you're making your impact, creating space in your mind, in your home, like physically, mentally, creating that space for you to continue walking toward making your impact. So you're starting to see now that all of these five things, even though they are uh, distinct from each other in a way, they do also overlap and they're all connected. Some of the goals and the solutions that came out of doing Morning Pages led to me realizing that I wanted to build better habits. Now, I have deemed myself the unofficial president of hashtag Gretchen Rubin fan club. There's probably actual Gretchen Rubin fan clubs with their own presidents, but this is my club and I'm the president. And this year, Gretchen Rubin's books about habit building have become such a powerful motivator for me. Again, you've heard me mention this most likely. So like she talks about in her books, I have found that establishing positive habits has made me healthier and happier have more free time. And all of that has snowballed into all these different ways that I'm making my impact. Gretchen focuses on having a happier life. And for me, a happier life is a life where I have the energy and the time and the space to make an impact in the world, to make a difference, uh, whether that is through Dragonfly and taking action in the cause of human trafficking, helping to run this nonprofit that I co-founded where we serve victim survivors of human trafficking, whether it's writing my memoir where I hope that sharing my story about making my impact will help other people see that they can do it too and discover the things that are inside them that they want to do, whether it's this podcast and having the time to think about the episodes, write the episodes out, interview people, record, edit, all the things that go into it. Establishing positive habits saves time or reduces stress. And all of that helps in making your impact. So I could go on. I'll cut myself off right here. The impact on my mental health, my creativity, my motivation, my productivity. It's just, it's multifold. As I was preparing for this podcast episode, I asked myself, oh, do I intend to keep doing morning pages? It kind of became a 2019 thing, but I was like, oh my gosh, no, the answer is yes, because doing morning pages has brought about so many positive changes, and I cannot imagine doing life without them by now. Now we're going to transition into one of our regular features on the Making Your Impact podcast. It's time for I Tried a Thing. One of the goals of the Making Your Impact podcast is to equip you as you're making your impact. So in this aptly named feature, I tell you about a thing I've tried that has helped equip me in making my impact. Today's thing I tried, by the way, is not sponsored. I chose this particular thing for today's feature because it's all about helping us sleep. And sleep is a thing that we all need to do anything in life. One day back in 2016, I was scrolling through Twitter and I happened upon a New Yorker article about a new podcast that had the goal of helping people sleep. And the podcast is called The Sleep With Me Podcast. It was created by a guy named Drew Ackerman, and it's specifically designed for people who struggle with sleeping because they have racing thoughts or maybe discomfort of some kind. Now, I will say I really don't have trouble sleeping. I sleep well most of the time, and I am incredibly grateful for that. What I do struggle with sometimes is kind of feeling bored when I'm trying to go to sleep. 
kind of getting my thoughts that I are maybe excited about the next day or uh, new projects that I have to work on. So if I'm trying to fall asleep, and then especially if I wake up in the middle of the night, I start thinking about these fun things or upcoming plans. And then I'm eager to get started on those new things or work on a project. And the thought of needing to go back to sleep for a few hours because it's the middle of the night, it just seems so boring compared to all the things that I could be doing. So back in 2016, when I saw this article, I decided to try the thing. I pulled up the Sleep With Me podcast and I have used it regularly ever since, probably a few days a month. Sometimes I'll turn it on while I am in the process of falling asleep or if I wake up in the middle of the night and I need something to distract me. Or then sometimes when I'm just in the final stages of getting ready for bed, I'll turn it on because it gets me into the falling asleep frame of mind. On the show, uh, the creator and narrator, Drew Ackerman, goes by Dearest Scooter or Scoots, as he's known to we regulars. In each episode, Scoots tells long, meandering bedtime stories and frequently goes off on silly tangents. And the point is to distract us from our own thoughts with something that is interesting enough to hold our attention for a little while, but without engaging us in something that is super interesting. And the real kicker is his voice. He tells us stories in, as he puts it himself, lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. He's kind of known for his boring voice, and he calls himself every listener's bore friend. And he has hundreds of episodes by now. And he has a few recurring themes and storylines within the show. One of my favorites is when he recounts old Star Trek The Next Generation episodes, or Sleeping with TNG, as he calls that series. So he gives an overview of the plot, and then his commentary on it. And the thing is, he's legitimately hilarious. If I'm listening to this as I'm falling asleep, I will definitely find myself laughing out loud a little bit because he's so funny. But at the same time, it's boring enough that it really does just meander and you just kind of end up falling asleep to it. He also makes up his own stories and his own characters that he'll that are like recurring. He'll have these different series throughout the podcast. He he puts so much work into this show. It's pretty incredible. And I can tell you at least for me it works because I'll listen and be entertained for a while, but it's so sincerely lulling that I will fall asleep within a few minutes. I will sometimes I'll wake up after several episodes and then like in the middle of the night without even kind of realizing I'm doing it, I'll switch my phone over to like a white noise sound. But then sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night and can't fall asleep. And so I'll switch from the white noise sound to this podcast. Just kind of depends on the frame of mind I'm in. Sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and I will have had episodes playing the whole night through. I don't listen every single night. I will say it's usually a few days a month. And if I'm having a particularly stressful period or if I'm a little too excited and eager about something that just kind of keeps rolling over in my head, scoots dearest Scooter distracts me from my own thoughts. Uh, Dear Scooter himself says that this kind of podcast isn't necessarily for everyone. It may seem weird at first, which I can attest to. When I first started listening, I was like, what is this? (laughs) What is happening right now? But he suggests maybe you try it a few times and see if it works for you. And that was my exact experience. His voice and his style, the little musical cues in it, they all start to become familiar and comforting. And of course, I mean, sleep could not be more critical to making your impact. I'm not someone who loves sleeping or napping. It's something I do 
because I have to in order to survive. I truly, let's be real, I wish I was one of those vampires from Twilight for the only reason that they never needed to sleep. Like they would, in the middle of the night when everybody else had to sleep, they were like learning languages. One of them became a doctor. Yes, I've read Twilight. Judge me if you want. I don't care. I've read them. Um, But I cannot be a Twilight vampire because it's not real. So I do have to sleep. And I am super grateful that I sleep well at night. And I, I feel bad when people struggle with that. But there are a lot of people who attest to this podcast helping them, like people who've had problems sleeping for years and years, and they try this podcast and they have these testimonies about how much it has helped them. And of course, sleeping gives us better energy, better concentration, better decision-making, better overall feeling of wellness. Um, Studies have shown that people who think that they can get by on less sleep can, in fact, adapt to that. But in the end, their decision-making, their efficiency, their ability to multitask and problem-solve truly is impaired. And so I have put a lot more effort into positive sleep habits in the last few years because I know that it will help me make my impact not just today, but also give me longevity in that. So this Sleep With Me podcast, it's like sleep retainment, and it has helped me, and I know it has helped a lot of other people. So if this is something that you'd like to give a shot, listen to a few times, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, pretty much anywhere that you could get your podcasts. You can support his show, the Sleep With Me podcast, on Patreon. You can follow it You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Dearest Scooter, and I'll link to that in the episode description. So all in all, I tried a thing, and it was successful, and I got to say thank you, Scoots. As always, I wrap up the show with our question of the yep, and here it is. Talking about morning pages and, and the different ways that that has helped me, do you have any writing habits, whether it's morning pages, whether it's journaling methods, maybe bullet journaling or something else, any writing habits that have helped you in making your impact? I would love to hear about it. So leave your answer to this question in the post for this episode, episode 18, on the podcast Instagram at Making Your Impact. If you have thoughts or questions or something you'd like to hear more about on the show, you can email me at hello at melissaike.com or leave a voice message by clicking the link in the show notes. You can also follow me personally on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn by searching Melissa Ike, E-I-C-K. On the next episode, the topic is going to be about something fun. I am going to share my top four most optimistic shows on Netflix right now that truly help me keep a positive mindset as I'm making my impact. They're highly curated, and I have reasons that they help me just feel better about the world and keep me uh, motivated. As always, thank you so much for joining me today. Please subscribe to this podcast to get inspired and remember that the world needs you to make your impact.